Welcome to Newcastle Family History Society podcast. The Newcastle Family History Society, located on a Wabakal land in Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia, provides support for those interested in family history. This podcast is the first in a series about the convict women who were sent to Newcastle and the Hunter Valley. From 1804, almost 2,000 women arrived or passed through Newcastle and the Hunter Valley and their stories provide a rich history of convict life in 19th century New South Wales. Society member Mel Woodford is the joint compiler of a database that details these arrivals, which, along with narratives of the lives of 73 women, can be found in Volume 1 of They Sent Me North, a Newcastle Family History Society publication. The Industrial Revolution in Britain brought about huge change, pushing the rural population towards the cities, which then became overcrowded. Jobs were scarce and people struggled to survive. Petty crime became rampant. Swift apprehension was almost inevitable and the penalties were severe. Various ideas were put forward in an attempt to solve the escalating problem and transporting convicts to America was no longer an option. Some conjecture still surrounds the reasons behind the establishment of a colonial outpost in New South Wales, but without a doubt, the overcrowded jail system was high on the list of priorities. The first fleet set sail on the 13th of May 1787, with 11 ships eventually settling in Sydney Cove after finding Botany Bay unsuitable. It was not long before it became apparent that convicts who were difficult to manage or offended for a second time would need to be isolated from the rest. Newcastle, or Coal River as it was then known, provided a suitably remote location while also providing an abundance of essential items such as coal, cedar, salt and lime, which could be sent back to Sydney on the return voyage. Women were also required for domestic service and marriage was considered a socially acceptable way of ensuring a more settled and moral society, particularly after Governor Macquarie's proclamation on the 24th of February 1810, promoting marriage and deploring cohabitation. It was not until the 3rd of August 1818 when the Reverend William Cowper visited the settlement, however, that the first marriages were recorded in Newcastle. Ten couples were married on this day, and of the 20 individuals, 17 were listed as prisoners of the Crown. An excellent history of the early days of Newcastle can be found in the Newcastle Family History Society's publication, Early Newcastle, The Fettered and the Free. Between 1804 and December 1823, when Newcastle officially ceased to be a place of secondary transportation, an increasing number of female convicts 
made their way into the port of Newcastle from Sydney by sea. The vessels most frequently associated with transporting female convicts from Sydney to Newcastle were the Elizabeth Henrietta, the Estramina and the Lady Nelson. A general muster carried out in Newcastle on the 12th of July 1804 recorded the presence of five female and 55 male convicts. Some 11 months later, a similar muster recorded that there were now 18 female and 73 male convicts. The women were provided with one jacket, one petticoat, a shift, a cap, a handkerchief, one pair of stockings and one pair of shoes. A lack of supplies and abuse of the system often led to difficulties supplying these items. From the end of 1823, the number of convicts, both male and female, began to drop as Newcastle ceased to be the location of secondary transportation in New South Wales. Port Macquarie now took on the role and many of Newcastle's convicts and soldiers shifted further north. Of course, not all the convicts headed north. Many had been assigned to settlers in the Newcastle and Hunter Valley region and consequently remained in the area. Many of the female convicts had also married and they too remained in the district. Neither did Newcastle cease to function completely as a destination for female convicts after 1823. One such instance was following the Parramatta female factory riot of February 1831, when most of the women involved were sent to Newcastle on the 5th of March. One of these women, Joanna Spillane, who arrived in 1830 aboard the 4th from Cork, has her story told by her three times great-granddaughter in the Newcastle Family History Society publication They Sent Me North, available from our online shop. Another instance was in October of 1832, when some 40 women were selected from the Parramatta Female Factory under the instructions of the Colonial Secretary and were sent to Newcastle by boat. The purpose of this exercise was to allow the unmarried men of the district the opportunity of selecting a wife. One of these women, Mary Ahern, 21 years of age, was selected by Joseph Jones, who'd arrived on the Hadlow in 1818. Their bands were posted, and they wed on the 12th of January 1833, after which Mary was assigned to her husband, which was not uncommon. The couple settled down to raise a family on a farm near Taro until they were forced to leave the area due to droughts and depression during the period between 1843 and 1851. There were also transport ships carrying female convicts which had their charges directed straight to Newcastle after their arrival in Port Jackson. On board the Pyramus II, which arrived in late December 1836, were 31 such women who came straight to Newcastle for assignment. Judith Cuff from Dublin found herself working in the hospital attached to Newcastle Jail shortly after her arrival. The story is told by her great-great-granddaughter in They Sent Me North, Female Convicts in 
hunter. The extensive database in They Sent Me North provides details of most of the women who came to Newcastle and the Hunter Valley as convicts or who had once been convicts. Some of the almost 2,000 women we have identified in the area merely passed through, but others remained to become the pioneers and matriarchs of the region. The large families populating the Hunter where many descendants remain to this day. This series of podcasts will delve further into the lives of individual women. Many of the stories are told by descendants to honour and remember their ancestors. These stories are set against the backdrop of the times in which they lived and are woven into the fabric of our history. Through these narratives, we come to know the female convicts as real women. It helps us understand their heartache and depression their loneliness and pain. We share in their joy and celebrate their successes. These women, torn from their families and homeland involuntarily and shunned by society, became the backbone of our culture, the foundation of our new society, and we are grateful for their legacy. Thanks for listening to this podcast. In the next episode, Mel will talk about the highly successful Roses from the Heart Female Convict Bonnets Initiative, which aims to produce a personalised bonnet for each of the 25,566 female convicts transported from Britain and Ireland between 1788 and 1853. You may also like to visit our website, www.nfhs.org.au, and follow the link to publications where you can review They Sent Me North. And if you'd like even more detail on this fascinating period of our history, visit www.femaleconvictsofthehuntervalley.com.au We look forward to you joining us again on Newcastle Family History Society Podcasts. Listen for us.